Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. What a news drop we got yesterday. Unbelievable news drop we got yesterday. I'm so excited to talk about this. Welcome into the live stream. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you guys are with me. And today we are talking about the obvious. Texas and Oklahoma, reportedly first by the Houston Chronicle, are trying to join the SEC And we're here to talk about it. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you guys are with me on what is supposed to be the Thursday morning of SEC Media Days. And with all due respect to Eli Drinkwitz and uh, whoever else is making the rounds today, Brian Harson, nobody's going to care about what they've got to say because the story is, wow, Texas and Oklahoma trying to join the SEC. We're going to talk about it I mean, from as many angles as I can come up with, uh, why they want to do this, uh, what the reaction was yesterday, if it's good or bad for Ole Miss and Mississippi State, the teams in this state that I sit right now, uh, overall health of the league, when this could go down, what the objections are, all that stuff. I mean, we're, we're going to go through it all this morning right here on the live stream. And a lot of you are going to be first-time watchers or listeners. So real quick before we get into it, uh, this is every morning, 8 a.m. right here on Periscope. Follow me on Twitter. Follow Sports Talk Mississippi on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, you can like my Facebook page. I've got one. Uh, streaming on there as well. And YouTube. YouTube. Find me on YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just my name. It's all you got to search on YouTube. Find the YouTube channel and subscribe there. And while you're here, if you like what you hear, like the video as well. That will help me out a ton. Also, wherever you get your podcast, Mike in the Morning, or I think Super Talk Mississippi will also bring up all of our podcasts, but especially this one. Uh, and subscribe to the podcast if you don't mind. And uh, leave a rating and a review, and let's... All right, that's out of the way. Let's get started. JP says, morning, Mike. Slow news day yesterday, huh? And that's the thing, man. That's the thing about yesterday in this news dump, right in the middle of SEC media days. Um, it was kind of a, you know, low-key week. At least here in Mississippi, you had Lane Kiffin made his rounds on Tuesday. He, he did well. He had some funny things and some insightful things. And Matt Corral was really impressive. And then yesterday, you know, Mike Leach was Mike Leach. His opening statement was, I don't do opening statements. So you guys go ahead and ask me your questions. <laughs> Very typical Mike Leach. And Aaron Brule was really impressive as well. I'm a big Aaron Brule homer. And uh, he showed you why yesterday. It was really impressive. But the week was kind of lacking some some news, right? It, you know, I love Peter Burns. I think he's fantastic. His story's a really good one. But his contract extension is not news, you know? <laughs> that doesn't move the needle at all. Uh, this does, though. Holy crap. So this got started. The Houston Chronicle yesterday breaking the news that Texas and Oklahoma – have I think the the word they used was they Texas and Oklahoma have reached out to the SEC 
about joining the conference. That was the terminology they used. They cited a high-ranking college football official with direct knowledge of the situation said that Texas and Oklahoma are actively trying to join the SEC. We had other reporting that followed uh, throughout the day yesterday and into last night that confirmed what the Houston Chronicle originally reported, that there is something going on in the works right now in the background that is leading to a possible conference expansion, bringing in the two biggest brands from the Big 12 and two of the biggest brands in the entire sport into the SEC, expanding the conference to 16 teams, adding Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, Apparently, according to the Houston Chronicle, an announcement can come within a couple of weeks even with their intention to join the SEC. There was other reporting yesterday. I believe it was Orange Bloods. Let me make sure so I attribute it correctly. Uh, This is... Jason Whiteley from uh, WFAA, he said early next week, Texas and Oklahoma will send a letter to the Big 12 Conference stating that neither school will renew their media contracts when they expire in 2025. Now, remember that day, because that day is really, really important. Remember that day. 2025 is a, a very important year here. It's a television rights situation. Uh, involving the Big 12 and all of their schools, including Texas and Oklahoma. That contract does not expire until 2025. Keep that in mind. Uh, The responses to this, after the news broke, Greg Sankey was literally doing an interview with ESPN. I think it's, what what is it, 1025 in Nashville. And there a crowd of reporters, a crowd of reporters, Uh, We're just waiting for him to get up from that interview. So basically, he could say no comment. That's really all he said yesterday. You know, he did the whole unnamed sources thing, which always cracks me up because uh, that's journalism, dude. Without unnamed sources, you don't have to name them publicly to verify what they do. I mean, that's just like journalism 101. If we had to publicly out every source, then we wouldn't get any actual breaking news like ever. Uh, anyway, that always cracks me up. Well, it's just unnamed sources. Well, Greg, those unnamed sources are pretty damn accurate as it turns out. So anyway, uh, his response was basically no comment, no comment. We're only talking about this season and everybody involved here, except for Ross Bjork, which more on that in a second. Um, but when people reached out to all the stakeholders involved here, there was a lot of no comment, uh, that kind of stuff. Not a single person denied the report. That's the thing. If you really want people to, <laughs> you got to actually deny it. If you think that this story is going away by saying no comment or we're just focused on this season, by saying that, you're confirming that the report is true. Like what Greg Sankey said yesterday, the whole, we're just focused on this year. I'm not going to comment on stories from unnamed sources, buddy. You just said to everyone that this is real, that that this is in the works. Like, if you're going to deny something, actually deny it, or else you're basically confirming it. But you got a bunch of no comments, uh, a bunch of um, dancing around the story. That's what you got yesterday. Everybody's just dancing around the story. And that's because it's happening. That's because this is real. It's in the works. The Houston Chronicle did not make this up. It is happening. Okay, this is a story that is real. Uh, it's in the works right now. Um, there are so many layers to this. 
like I said a second ago, the reporting is that uh, by next week, there could be a letter sent to the Big 12 basically saying that when the TV contract runs out, we will not renew it. We are working on moving somewhere else. Uh, what other obstacles are in the way? The most important one, well, I don't know if this is the most important one or not, honestly. You need 11 votes in the SEC. You need 11 votes to welcome in these two new teams. Uh, if there are four no's, when it comes down to a vote, which it will, if there are four no's, then that's it. They cannot join. So 11 yeses is what it will take to have these two teams, Texas and Oklahoma, join the SEC. 11 yes votes from the SEC schools. That's what it would take. Um, so how many no's are there going to be? Apparently, Texas A&M, based on Ross Bjork's comments, they're going to be a hard no, and they look really weak in this, but, you know, more on that later. Uh, apparently, Missouri, reportedly, they would be a hard no. So they need two more. They need two more, and where would those come from? So that's one obstacle. And the next one is the television contract. Uh, there are people that think that this will happen, like, right away or before next season, and that isn't exactly how it's going to work. It could be sooner than 2025 slash 2026 or whatever. Uh, it could be. But right now, the Big 12 owns the TV money for Texas and Oklahoma. If they leave the Big 12, that means their revenue distribution from the SEC would go to the Big 12. And, you know, maybe you could lawyer your way out of it or, or buy yourselves out of the Big 12 or work something out in your contract. But that is certainly an obstacle. And the Big 12 can flex their muscles and say, you guys can leave, but until this contract runs out for the next four years, your SEC distribution money, that $60 million that you would get from the SEC, that's ours. And they can do that. That's what the contract says. So this thing might not happen like in execution for a few years because a lot of stuff has to get worked out. Now, the decisions can be made here very, very soon, but the execution might be a few years, which is a good thing, by the way, because they have to figure out divisions more on that in a second. So those are your obstacles. It's the 11 votes that you have to have, the 11 yeses that you have to have from the SEC. And you've already got two no's. So two more ends this completely. But that's two no's for, for right now. That could also change. Um, the 11 votes and then the television contracts stalling this process from actually happening. I think this story being out there, the, the comments that you got, this is a when situation, not an if. I think it's a when. When this happens, not if this happens. So before I get into is this good, is this bad, what will it look like, that kind of stuff, uh, I'll read some more of your comments. If you want to comment on this, uh, I can, one, I, I will read them to you, of course, and uh, I can display them right here on the screen, which I think is kind of cool. So Zach says, bring in Clemson and Florida State. Make it an 18-team conference where all eight games are your division opponents and you never see the other half again. And he's being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, man, I, the, the pod thing is the best solution, and we'll get to that here in a second. I think it, even just adding Texas and Oklahoma, you got to get rid of divisions, in my opinion. We'll get to that in a second. Bunch of no comments from parties involved. What does that tell you, Bork? That tells me... That it's happening. No, There was not a single denial yesterday. 
Not one person denied the story. What else do you need to know? What else do you need to know? They all danced around it. It's because it's happening. And they were mad that it leaked, which I don't know why, because you weren't making any noise in Hoover. None. It was a good week. Again, Ole Miss did well. Mississippi State did well, represented the schools, all that stuff. Like uh, Aaron Brule was really impressive yesterday. I really liked what I heard from Matt Corral. It was all good, but nothing explosive happened this week. Well, here you go. Now you've got a bunch of national media assembled in the same place talking about your league and the future of college football. Like, why, why would this anger you? I don't know. I mean, it was suggested yesterday that does this story leaking out stop this from happening? No. Not at all. Not at all. Especially if this was something that was going to be done like within a few days as far as the letter being sent to the Big 12 and all that. Who cares? It leaked. Uh, you know, be mad. But come on. All those no comments told you all you needed to know. Does this not feel like SEC championships are further away in men's sports or UT or Oklahoma and UT join? You're already sharing most of the money. What's $20 million more to finish 6-6? Six and six? I'll get to that in a second. It's a really good point. Uh, Randall says, oh, I just lost your comment. Here you go. This should be a no-brainer, Randall says, especially for the bottom end of the SEC. Adding Texas and Oklahoma would add big money to every school, especially the Vanderbilts of the conference. Sam says, should this happen, what is your guess on how division realignment would look in the SEC? Who goes to the East and West? Um, logically, you would move Alabama and Auburn over. And maybe one more even. And have Missouri in the West, because that's where they belong, and Texas and Oklahoma. That's probably what you should do. Maybe they'll keep Missouri in the East, which, again, geographically does not make sense. Uh, But you would move Alabama and Auburn over to the East and just bring Texas and Oklahoma in. But I think the best course of action would be to scrap divisions, which I think is I, – I hope that's the thing they land on when this happens. Will says, SEC fans will not adhere to the horns down rule, and I love that. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, say what you want about Greg Sankey, and there's a lot of things that that I have been critical of, especially with the way the, the state flag was held over Ole Miss and Mississippi State's head when they actively were fighting against it. But I, I don't want to get into that. Um, I don't think Greg Sankey will penalize this right here. And the fact that Texas has been so publicly uh, sensitive to this, um, everybody's going to do it. I mean, Texas fans are going to go to every SEC road environment except for Vanderbilt because they will be the entire stadium, and they'll see this the whole time, the whole time. I hope every player does it. I hope every coach does it. Um, It was something my dad taught me. In sports, you know, when you get hit with a baseball, don't act, you don't want to show your opponent it hurt you. You know what I mean? It's just, you don't want others to know that you're hurt. And I, I fail at that often. Um, you don't want other people to know that something bothers you because then they'll just use it over and over and over and over and over again. Texas, same thing. Everybody knows this bothers you for some weird reason. So now everybody's going to do it more than they ever would have otherwise. It's on you. It's on you. JP says, other than money, convince me of how this benefits Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, Missouri, and Kentucky, and South Carolina. Does A&M or LSU want those schools rooting against them with the moniker of the SEC next to their name? Uh, no. 
So that's why A&M is so bothered by this, why Ross Bjork is so bothered by this, because this really will bring A&M's brand down because they won't be the only Texas school in the SEC anymore. And with all due respect to the really nice people of Texas A&M, Austin, greater than College Station, the Texas brand, greater than that of Texas A&M, everything involving Texas is better than Texas A&M, except for the conference right now. That would change. That's why Ross Bjork's so mad about this. Who are you two hard passes right now? Missouri and A&M, JP, are the, the two hard passes right now. Uh, A&M will, will vote no until the end, regardless of what happens. Scott asking, could Greg force Texas A&M and Missouri's hand if they vote no? Uh, if they're the only two, it doesn't matter because it'll pass. It's just whoever else enters the fold. Um I think now that this is public, it's happening. I just I don't know if, if all of this is going to happen without the votes. I don't know. Maybe that's that's too ahead of time. Sid asking, could this possibly be the creation of a super conference, solidify the end of the NCAA as it stands today? I think this is where it's headed. Yeah, I think this is where it's headed. Corey lives in Morgantown. Love to see the horns down. Yep, yep. We'll just always when they leave West Virginia, Corey, and join the SEC. That's not going anywhere. I promise you, that's not going anywhere at all. So, is this good? Is this a good thing? Because that's the next question. I, I live in Mississippi. Obviously, we, we cover Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Is this good? And I think it depends on what you care about. Um, if it's money, if money is the only thing, which money drives everything, uh, yeah, this is great for Ole Miss and Mississippi State because they'll get more money. Texas and Oklahoma are huge brands, big money makers. They will get more money by this happening. So yeah, if if money's the driving factor, great, you're going to get a lot more of it. But for competition, I think this is bad. In fact, I don't like this. I, I thought about it all night. I don't like it. From that perspective, as a, a random college football fan, I'm sure people love this. I mean, getting Oklahoma and Alabama every year and, and adding those two atmospheres to the conference are is great for just general sports fan. It's awesome. Having those two environments, those are great environments. In the SEC is great. Better games, all that stuff. But from the Ole Miss and Mississippi State perspective, I hate this because I want us to be competitive. And while it will add more money into the bank accounts around here, what is an extra 10, 12, 20 million dollars a year when you've added two more teams in your league that have more of it than you, a lot more of it, have more of a history of success? have bigger brands, have richer alumni, bigger stadiums, better environments, more of an NFL presence, everything. I mean, everything about Texas and Oklahoma football are better than you. Although Texas has only won the Big 12 like three times in the last two decades. it's They've had an awful run, but you guys get my point. Texas is harder to compete against. So is Oklahoma. But right now they're in a different league. You still try to go into Texas and recruit, that kind of stuff. But when you add them 
into your league, that's two more teams, two more programs that are better set up for success than you, that are now an obstacle for you to get to the SEC championship, to get to the expanded playoff, which will come. I don't like this from that perspective. I think this hurts Ole Miss and Mississippi State. I think it makes it even that much harder for us here to compete at the national level. And so I don't like it. If I were Keith Carter and I were John Cohen, it would be really hard to turn down the big-time paycheck because money drives everything. But what can you sell to your boosters, your donors, your your season ticket holders when your selling point is we got more money, but now we've added more difficult teams in our conference? Like, wouldn't fans rather have an easier path to winning more games instead of losing more games, having tougher teams on your schedule, but hey, we got more money. You know, at, at what point do are, are you getting enough? The SEC is already the richest conference in college football. It's already got the biggest prestige in college football. There is nothing better than the SEC in college football. Not even close. It's the richest, most prestigious. At, at what point do you do you stop if you're Keith Carter, if you're John Cohen, and say, enough. We don't want to make it harder on ourselves. We're already making a bunch of money. Oklahoma's better than us at everything. Texas is better than us as a program, prestige, brand, all that stuff. I know Ole Miss has recently gone to Austin and beat the crap out of Texas. I know that. But as a program, they have every advantage over you, every single one. Do we really want to add that? to our league to make our path even more difficult than it already is when we're already making a bunch of money. That's something that I would consider if I were them. Because this makes everything harder for you. Everything is harder for Ole Miss and Mississippi State when this happens. And yes, the answer is when. This will happen. It's when. Makes everything harder for you. So what are you selling to your donors? Hey, you know, instead of South Carolina and Arkansas on the schedule this year. We get Texas and Oklahoma. But, hey, guys, we're getting an extra $15 million because of it. Well, but we're going to lose. So glad that you got more money. But I don't want to pay a 1000 bucks to bring my family of four to the game to watch us lose. Do you want to be nationally competitive or not? And there, there's the saying that rising tide lift, lifts all boats, but does it? In this case, does it? Does adding Texas and Oklahoma make Ole Miss and Mississippi State better set up for success? I don't think so. You're already at the top. If I were one of those two, I would consider a no vote myself because I want to compete nationally. Adding those two makes it harder. But that's just me. That's just me. Back to the comments. uh, Saturn. Is that a given name? So does the Big 12 just dismantle and all the other teams run off to different conferences? Power four. You know, I guess that's a possibility. Uh, I think more likely they would add somebody like a UCF. I, I think that's possible. Somebody like UCF and... I mean, I don't know. Who else? Uh, ULL? <laughs> I it really screws over the Big 12. But dissolving into a Power 4 would make some sense. It would make some sense. I don't know how the Big 12 would respond to this, honestly. Puts them in a terrible, 
really terrible spot. If this happens, how many SEC schools will be in the 12-team championship? (laughs) Half the damn playoff would be SEC teams. My gosh. Um, You have the mainstay in Alabama. Georgia's going to be a mainstay in the 12-team as long as Kirby's there. I mean, Florida can easily finish in the top 12 often. And now you add Oklahoma, who's a perpetual national championship contender. It's The playoff would just be like the SEC Invitational at this point. Anyway, West Virginia joins the SEC? I don't think so. I think that is uh, – I, I don't think so. I think if they were to go to, to 18, so after adding Texas and Oklahoma – I think a North Carolina would be in the crosshairs, probably a Clemson. Now that they've established that, you know, adding a team in an already existing SEC state's not really a problem anymore. The line of thinking until yesterday was they're not going to add a team in a market they already have. But when it's a brand like Texas, it doesn't matter. So now it's precedent setting. So if they were to expand again, Florida State, Clemson, Maybe North Carolina, Clemson, get into the North Carolina market, add a really good basketball program, and now a good football program. It's probably the direction they would go if they were to add two more. That would be way down the road, I would expect. Caleb saying, from an Oklahoma fan, looking forward to joining the SEC and also Texas, Oklahoma State will join Oklahoma too. I don't think the SEC would, would do that. I don't think they would. I could be wrong. Just what's the benefit of adding Oklahoma State if you're the SEC? What's the benefit? It adds nothing, honestly. Um, And I don't think, I mean, I think it's pretty clear at this point that Oklahoma does not feel like they need to be married to Oklahoma State. So if you're Greg Sankey in the SEC, why add Oklahoma State when, when the Sooners are clearly not interested and you could turn around and add a Clemson or a North Carolina. That adds so much more to your league than Oklahoma State could ever imagine doing. But, yeah, I bet Oklahoma fans are excited, and they should be. Uh, I mean, it's you, you take your brand, your program, and you add the prestige of the SEC. You're, the games will be better for Oklahoma. I mean, it's a no-brainer for them, absolutely. It's a no-brainer. Um, and with the expanded playoff, you could – have a tougher schedule and still be just fine. JP says, okay, we're thinking along the same lines. That SEC brand is coveted by many. Every four years, the expectation is an access bowl. Don't hold your breath on the ones on that one with Oklahoma and Texas aboard. So if the answer is yes, A&M, Mizzou say no. You get two more votes for no. Sounds like you're implying that rule would be circumvented when it comes time. Not that it would be circumvented so much as I think that there will be a lot of convincing behind the scenes to make sure that there isn't two additional votes. I don't think the rule would be circumvented. I think it would just be that everybody else would fall in line. The early impression yesterday was that you would get two yeses from here. I would strongly consider against it. I mean, what's your goal? To make money? Or to continue to make money, maybe a little bit less, but also be competitive, which is what your fans and your your program wants to do anyway. Um, Missouri and Texas A&M haven't set the wood on fire. Why would Texas and Oklahoma have better success? They will still have to play Alabama and LSU. Well, because they're good enough. They're good enough to to be able to do it. Um, And 
it coincides with playoff expansion. That's the uh, that's the thing here. Why well, I told you guys at the beginning of this to remember that date, 2025. Um, the current college football playoff system runs through the 2024 season, I believe. That's likely when you'll see this go down. Uh, because I don't think Texas and Oklahoma, this is just me thinking out loud. I mean, I could be dead wrong. I don't see Texas and Oklahoma unless they can find a way to buy themselves out of the contract, which feels unlikely, but I don't see Texas and Oklahoma giving up the $60 million they would get from the SEC for the next few years. I think you will add Texas and Oklahoma around the same time the playoff changes. And so while it makes the path a little bit more difficult for them, the money will increase but playoff spots will increase. So they can make their schedules more difficult. They can join the SEC knowing they've got to play Alabama and LSU and Auburn every year instead of Baylor and TCU and Iowa State, although they're better, but you get my point, every year. But there will be more access to the playoffs. So they'd be willing to accept the difficult schedule, adding prestige and more money, and still not losing their path to the playoff. I think all of that will happen around the same time. I think you will see conference expansion happen at the same time as playoff expansion. That's when all this is going to go down. The dates line up perfectly for them to be able to do that. I think they line up perfectly to be able to do that. It's all about money. Yeah, Randall, you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about money. Final decision will be made by the presidents. Um, it's all about money. That, that's that's what this is about. But I still wonder. I mean, you're already at the top of college football. Why make it harder for yourself? Because ultimately, you could start losing money if if fans don't feel like they have a competitive product. Then are they really going to donate a bunch of money and and sacrifice all their Saturdays to watch a team that cannot win at the highest? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in love with it the way some other people are. I don't think it benefits Ole Miss and Mississippi State the way other people think it does. Because do you want to win or not? There's there's no dancing around the fact that Oklahoma and Texas are better set up to win, make it more difficult for you to win. So do you want that? It increases interest. It's for sure. Makes your home games better. Um, your schedule will be better. The prestige of the league you're in will absolutely be better. But the games are much harder. And it's already hard enough on you as it is. Craig's asking what my setup is going to be this year. Two TVs right there. I got two. And uh, I'll do like iPad or laptop or something uh, in case there's a third that I want to watch. But, I mean, honestly, the idea of having like six TVs with all different games is, is cool in theory. But... If you've got six TVs with six different games on, how many of them are you actually watching and learning anything about? So I think two is a perfect number uh, as far as games at the same time. That's just me. The rest of the country just needs to quit playing softball and baseball, these two joining the league. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the implications, my head around the implications. Um, it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, because what follows? I mean, does the Big Ten expand? It didn't make the noise yesterday, but the commissioner of the ACC said yesterday he is wanting Notre Dame to join their league in a full-time capacity. 
So when this happens in the SEC, what happens to the Big 12? Do they add teams or do they fold? Does the Big 10 try to enter into this? Who would they go after? It's nuts. Um, I can't wrap my mind around it, honestly. I, I don't know what it does to everybody else. What does this do to everybody else? Because then you would have a 16-team league, and the Big 12 that already has 10 teams would go to eight. I, I don't know. I'm, I, it's so early. Like What this does for everybody else is a huge question. But what would this look like? I think you need to scrap divisions. And my internet's dropping a little bit. That's a shame. Um, I think you scrap divisions altogether. You get rid of them. Because at this point, if you're going to have 18 divisions, would you even have a conference anymore? Since you're only playing eight conference games, and I think that will or should continue. I mean, even if you go to nine, you have seven division games that you play every year. And you would have your one permanent opponent from the East and then have a rotating one opponent from the other division. So you would you would have a road game at a team in your conference once every 14 years. I mean, who wants that? Certainly not me. Uh, I, I think at that point, you don't even have a conference. You might as well just split the divisions in two. It doesn't make sense. I, I don't like that concept. I, I think that that will uh, bring change. At least I hope that would bring a change to scrap divisions altogether and um, go to pods. The pod system is fascinating. And I think that's the most likely course of action. Mike, a, a listener of the radio show, sent this to me on Twitter yesterday, and this is about how it should or would work out. This makes the most sense. So instead of having divisions, you separate the 16-team league into four pods. And obviously four pods with four teams. And every year, you play the other three teams in your pod. And the rest of the schedule is filled out, whether it be maybe you get matched up with another one, uh, some kind of rotating basis. So you have your three permanent opponents every year, and the remaining five, or maybe you go to six and expand the number of conference games you play every year, that number, or, or that those teams rotate on an annual basis. So you would play every team in the conference as an athlete in your four years, and you would have a game in every stadium through your four years. I really like that concept. I think it makes the most sense. I think it uh, would bring the most interest. Uh, that would truly be a conference again. You would actually get to see the other teams in your league more than once every 14 years. That's a big deal to me. That's important. And I would like that a lot better. And instead of divisions, the team with the best records play in the SEC championship. So instead of the winner of the East versus the winner of the West, best records every year play in the SEC championship. And that's how it goes down. The pods that Mike proposed, this is probably how I would work it out. Um, God bless Vanderbilt. But this is probably how I would do it. Pod one would be Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, and Texas A&M. I think you could probably put Missouri. I would put Missouri in that group. So I would do 
Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, or excuse me, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M, and Missouri. Pod two would be Ole Miss, Mississippi State, LSU, and Arkansas. Pod three, Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. Again, God bless Vanderbilt. And pod four, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, and Kentucky. You preserve rivalries in that case. You keep the Egg Bowl. You keep the Red River Shootout. You keep uh, the Magnolia Bowl, which is a really stupid name for the Ole Miss LSU game, but it's it's a game. It matters. Uh, you keep Alabama, Tennessee. You keep Tennessee Vanderbilt. You keep Florida, Georgia. You keep South Carolina, Georgia, which over there is a bit of a rivalry. All the games that that, that are kind of fun traditionally, you keep in this system. And you, you, yet you get to play everybody else in the SEC. That's the system that'll work the best to me. That's the system that will generate the most interest. It's the one that makes the most sense. Go to pods, scrap divisions. If they're going to do this, this is how it needs to be done. Because just adding another team to the East and the West reduces the diversity of your schedule. And the one complaint I have about the SEC and how they do it is the schedule diversity. I mean, I, I grew up in South Carolina. Uh, my family has many degrees from the University of South Carolina, not me, because uh, I don't like it there. Anyway, uh, Columbia. I just, I'm not a fan. You know, I wanted to go somewhere else. Uh, great state, the state university. Nah, eh, I could take it or leave it. Um, but. You don't see them. Like Ole Miss just played South Carolina. And you won't see that again for for over a decade, you know? It'd be a long time before that game gets played again. Is it even a conference at that point? Adding another team to each division will make that conference feel even less like an actual conference. Um, this would add interest, intrigue, rotating opponents. Everybody would play everybody in a short period of time. This is a no-brainer, and the best two records make the SEC championship, no doubt. Randall says, Mississippi State and Ole Miss are already in that lower-end category most years, but the fans still keep filling the stadiums. They do. It's fair. Um, But at what end? You know, right now, they can still be competitive. And I'm sure they still could after adding Texas and Oklahoma. Right now, they can still be competitive. The playoff, the first playoff at Ole Miss and Mississippi State in it. Ole Miss has been to two access bowls. State has been to one. They, they can get there. But this just makes it even harder. And the margin for error is just so, so razor thin. At some point, people are going to say enough is enough, and I'm not going to watch a product that can't be competitive anymore. And you're seeing fewer and fewer people go to games in person because of the expenses. This is only going to make it harder. Would they pick one over the other, Oklahoma or Texas, and add North Carolina? No. It will be both. It will be both. We've seen both in-state schools make huge strides in the past decade. More money has helped with that, but I don't know. Uh, Carter and Cohen, I think you're trying to say if, right? Don't know if uh, Carter and Cohen can come in good conscious for this if winning is the M.O. Arkansas would hate that, talking about the pods. Deja vu of the old Southwest Conference days. Well, they're going to have to get over that. Um, they're going to have to get over that. But that's the best system, would be going to pods. Now, that's way out. I think we're years away, as I said earlier, but you can't keep divisions 
if you expand to 16 to me. It's just not interesting anymore. It would not be interesting at all. You, you wouldn't even have a conference at that point. You might as well split it up into two. And just, Honestly, if you're going to just keep divisions, just split yourself up into two conferences, like the NFC and the AFC, and add North Carolina and Clemson, and just have separate leagues of nine. Just do it that way. Because a 16-team league with two divisions just doesn't make sense with the current scheduling model uh, at all. So, whew, this is nuts. And there's so many layers to it. I, you can't get to everything in a short stream. Uh, but it's hard to fathom, honestly, what they're going to do next. And by they, I mean everyone else in college football. What are they going to do next when this happens? And I think it's a when, not an if. What are they going to do? Who knows? I certainly don't. So don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just my name right there on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, I will be off for the first four days of next week on here. So I'll still be uh, on the radio show on Thursday, just not on the live stream. But uh, four days you'll be without me starting next week. But I'll be back tomorrow, certainly talking more about this and anything else that comes up between now and then. So subscribe on YouTube. Michael Borky is all you need to do. Search and subscribe on YouTube. Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, this is crazy. Can't even wrap my mind around it. But thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning, right about 8 a.m. See you then. Talk Mississippi Media Production.